Well, howdy, gang, and welcome to another episode of Sprinkles with a Z at the end. Today is a special episode for you sprinklers, you little fans of the Sprinkles podcast, dedicated to helping you find your next favorite TV show, movie, and or podcast, because it is a favorites episode of favorites episode. That means I'm talking about some of my all-time favorites. For you, so get a pen and a little paper and write it down. Get prepared to write these little recommendations down so you too can enjoy the fabulousness, the splendiferosity that is about to enter your life through media products. <laughs> through media products, aka Hulu, Netflix, and what have yous. Today, I am talking about something you probably are already familiar with, but just on the off chance. Because every once in a while, when I'm talking about my favorite sitcoms, someone says, oh, you know, I just never got into that. Or, oh, really? I just, I, uh, well, I never really saw that. I'm like, what? It's like, like the earth just pauses for a moment. It's like in the Superman um, with Christopher Reeves where the, he freezes time by going back and like spinning the earth like rotation like in reverse. Somehow that takes people back in time. So it's like almost like let's just press pause. Let's go back into time and let's have you rewatch that. So since that would be really difficult and maybe impossible by the laws of physics, which I don't really know the laws of physics, but I know that's probably difficult to do if it is at all possible to go back into time. I am, therefore, going to recommend that on Hulu, you just watch Seinfeld. So we're talking about Seinfeld. Then we're talking about an adorable and actually a very helpful and insightful podcast called Nancy, which we'll be talking about. And finally, there is a tasty treat sensation that will rock your taste buds. So be prepared for that. And AKA, <laughs> it's not AKA. Maybe I should just say and, just stick with and. I was looking for like a more fun adjective than and, but there, there may not be. I'm sure there are some, but I'm just not, they're not coming to mind. Like, <laughs> I'm just coming up with like, like other, what are those things called? Like, by the way, and otherwise known as. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that like terminology is. So you thespians, you English majors will be like, Dear Timmy V, the answer to that is, it is called a onomatopoeia. <laughs> That's not even what an onomatopoeia is. Um, an onomatopoeia, for those of you who would like to know, it's like when, I think an onomatopoeia, <laughs> I'm not even 100% sure, but I think it's like when you like, like read a comic book and it says zap. And like, or kapow, like someone gets hit and it's like, it sounds like it's spelled out. It's spelled out just like what it is. So when you see a kapow, you hear and know exactly. I am just not doing so well with the explanations. But anyway, so please be prepared for this exciting adventure into Sprinkles land. Thank you. Enjoy. I cannot believe I am going to date myself. Well, first of all, if I was going to date myself, that'd be a fabulous thing. Because <laughs> I am fabulous. But um, what I mean to say is that I am going to da- show how old I am now. Because um, Sanfold came out initially, it's um, the first of its nine seasons, um, came out in 1989. 
And back in the day, like, so it was the only, the only three people that watched that show when it first came out was myself, my grandmother, and one of my cousins. Um, and so we would talk about it, like, like what people eventually did. It became like the water cooler show. Like, did you see what happened on Seinfeld last night? Before it was that, it was me, my grandmother, and my cousin, and we would talk about this show. And I remember talking about it. We would gather on Friday nights, and we would talk about it. And my other relatives were like, you know, they hadn't seen it, and they didn't really understand what, what it was all about. Before, like, the phenomenon that became, the Seinfeld ultimately became. So the, the great thing about Seinfeld is it's just this, like, ensemble cast, these terrific, terrific actors. Um, Jerry Seinfeld, of course. Michael Richards, who played Kramer. Uh, Jason Alexander, who plays George. Uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, um, who plays Elaine, one of my favorites. Um, and then um, Wayne Knight, who played Newman. Yeah, and that is definitely a supporting character, but the show would not be the same without him. Um, and it just goes on and on. And, like, Jerry Stiller and Estelle Harris, and, like, who played um, George's parents. And then, like, Jerry's parents were hilarious. And the thing is, is the show is so great because there's always, like, maybe two, usually, I guess, three different plot lines. And they all kind of usually run together at the end. But it's like, if you get people together who love that show, they'll start talking about, oh, do you remember the one where Jerry had got the, the Tweedyburg Pez dispenser and started laughing even though his girlfriend was, like, playing, like, in an orchestra or something? I mean, or the one where Phil Rizzuto, someone had a Phil Rizzuto, <laughs> like, keychain, and it fell in a pothole and got covered up so that any time a car went over top of it, it said, holy cow, or the time where... <laughs> Or the time, my favorite episode of all time was when Kramer found the set of the, like, the old Merv Griffith talk show, and, like, he put it up in his apartment, so, like, if, when the characters walked in, they were, like, walking onto the set of the Merv Griffith, like, talk show, which was, like, a Tonight Show kind of show, and so, and then Kramer would sit at the Merv Griffith desk and, like, treat them as if they were, like, guests on the show, or the time where Kramer built, like, these levels in his apartment. Or the time where Kramer put a screen door on his apartment. Or put the reverse peephole in so people could look into his apartment, but he couldn't look out. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Or all the different ridiculous dating situations that Jerry found himself in. Like the time he dated a woman with man hands. Or the time that... Or, <laughs> there's, like... The close talker, or the high talker, or the low talker, or the the time where Elaine, one of her coworkers, caught her thought that she was somebody else, like, and so she created this fictitious character in order. I mean, just it 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 goes on and on. I could just talk all day long. And the funny thing is, is that I'm sure none of you found this funny because unless you've seen Sound, now of course if you've seen Sound, you're like, ah, oh yeah, yeah, that one. Oh, I forgot about that. If you've never seen it, you're like, what is this guy talking about? So do yourself a favor. Get Hulu. If you don't have Hulu, this is the reason to have Hulu. I mean, there's plenty of reasons to have Hulu. But this is this is really why I got Hulu to begin with is because it has every single episode of Seinfeld. So if you don't have Hulu, get Hulu. Go on there. Find Seinfeld. Add it to your favorites. Start watching it. Catch up. Enjoy what more? And this is like the perfect summer show because it is summer, at least here in my hemisphere. Um, and so, 
or even it's the perfect winter show too. Actually, it's the perfect any any season show because if you're having a bad day, watch this episode of Seinfeld and you are busting out laughing, you're rolling on the floor because there is so much laughter and joy coming your way. So, might I recommend? Actually, I already did Seinfeld. Enjoy, and that's a wrap. Oh, until the next show I'm going to recommend, which is in just a second. So we are back, and I'm super excited to talk about this next podcast, which is brought to you by WNYC Studios, which produces a score, a cadre of um, different podcasts and radio programs, including um, one that I will definitely be talking about in the future. I'm surprised I haven't talked about it before, which is Radiolab, which is amazing. Also, a radio program, which is also a podcast, same as Radiolab, is Snap Judgment, which is amazing. Um, Freakonomics Radio. Um, there's several others, but those are the ones. Um, oh, uh, On the Media, which is really... I, I need to start listening to that more regularly. I catch it on the radio sometimes, and it, it covers the, the media itself, um, and how they're covering stuff. Um, but anyway, so the um, podcast that I'm particularly talking about today is called Nancy. Um, and it is an amazing and touching and funny and endearing and um, joyful um, podcast about LGBT um, issues. And so there's three seasons of it. And the thing about it is that there are, it is a very welcoming podcast, meaning if you are LGBT or if you're not LGBT, um, you are very welcome with this podcast. Um, the the host is, uh, hosts are uh, Tobin Lowe, and Kathy too, and they are amazing. Um, and they basically are the show, and then they have each episode is a different theme. Um, and so some of it is, I think, very specific to LGBT issues. And it seems like the more the show goes on, there's very there's more shows that are very specific to discussing very specific issues, which I think is so awesome. Um, as part of the LGBT community, um, I would have loved this this podcast about 20 years ago <laughs> when I was in my 20s. I mean, it wasn't, I was, um, I'm not as old as I'm making myself seem like. But <laughs> anyway, I would have loved this show um, when I was in my 20s and my 30s because it really, it, it bro- broaches a lot of different subjects in a very honest and fun way. Um, but there's also a lot of episodes that are just very fun as, as they, and, and so some of them are not as, um, I guess heavy and then I don't even want to say heavy, but some of them are real. And so that's what I appreciate about it. But the other thing I appreciate about it is that they have such a uh, levity that they bring to issues. They laugh, they joke, they have fun, um, you can tell that um, Kathy and Tobin are really good friends, and it just translates to something that you want to listen to. And so it's like two friends exploring issues and talking about things. Um, there's specific episodes I really do want to recommend. Um, first of all, it's number episode number nine, which is called "Thank You for Being a Friend." And <laughs> this episode, um, for anyone who loves the Golden Girls, it's a must listen to episode um, because it's about uh, B. Arthur, who played Dorothy. 
Spornak on the Golden Girls. And so this basically what happens is they interview Rufus Wainwright, who is an amazing, amazing musician. Um, he's the son of two famous uh, folk artists, um, Kate McGarrigold and um, Loudon Wainwright. Loudon Wainwright. Anyway, so he has this story where he um, ends up performing at this place um, where B. Arthur is performing and hijinks ensue, and it is a riot. It is so funny. In fact, this is what influenced him or inspired him to write a lyric in one of his songs about um, his new Arth- his new grandma, B. Arthur, as he as he says in the song. It is a riot. It's a stitch and a riot, and you will love it. Um, and then the, the other the other episodes that I have to recommend are um, fourteen. Kathy goes to camp. So Kathy, too, goes to this adult LGBT camp, which is amazing. It's just like camp, but, like, with other LGBT folk. And, so what like, that's just a, such a neat concept. And I love Kathy, too, because she is, you know, she's reminds me of myself in many ways. Like, she's a little anxious, but she's very brave in her own way. And she... Is very real about what her experiences are, and that's what really draws me to the show. Is that it's not there's no fronting. It's just it is what it is. And when they when the issues come up, they talk about them bluntly and directly about how they feel about them and how they feel insecure about things. Um, because I think the media, especially media that portrays LGBT um, community and LGBT issues usually does a very poor job. (laughs) They kind of make everybody seem very self-secure and self, you know, they understand all the, all the issues that come along with that. And they're very self-confident and um, self-obsessed and, you know, beautiful and all these things. And so this show is just, just real. It's real life dealing with real issues. Um, So I love that particular episode. It was really great. And then um, number seven, going backwards, um, Fear of Being uh, Butch. And so that episode is when Kathy goes to a barbershop to get her hair cut. And there's this struggle, you know, of not wanting to look too butch. And like, and then she discusses why that's even a fear. And stereotypes and... Hello. Well, that, that was a neat little foray and like little soundtrack to my life that I didn't even intentionally um, add okay well um that but that is a really interesting episode and it really does kind of delve into like stereotypes and um just concepts and misperceptions and perceptions and what have you um and lastly the other one i want to recommend is episode 34 which is return to rings of keys this was one of my favorite episodes it was it's a story about um, this lady who talks about a time when she was a child before she understood anything about her own sexuality. Um, and she went to this, on this family vacation to this store, and they would go there every, I guess, every year or so. And there was this woman who ran this general store. Um, and just by this woman being who she was, being true to herself, um, being happy, confident, um, just being a normal person showed this woman at the time, a girl that she did not have to hide away the parts of her that she felt were shameful or she was afraid of because of society. And it is such a beautiful story 
um, about realizing self-worth through um, just witnessing someone being their true self. And it's like, what a more beautiful story could you have? It's so amazing. Um, this podcast is fantastic. Um, so if you haven't checked it out already, please do so. Nancy um, by WNYC Studios. Uh, listen to it where you listen to your podcasts. Thanks. So here we go. I promised you a tasty treat sensation to end all tasty treat sensations. Uh, okay, well, actually, it won't end tasty treat sensations, but it might be your new favorite fave for a while. It's Ben and Jerry's fish food. Ba-ba-ba-ba! Like, and that's P-H-I-S-H, like fish, like the band fish. Um, fish food. So it is delicious. So let's start off with chocolate ice cream with marshmallow swirls with caramel swirls with fudge fish so what i mean by that are little bitty fish um that are made out of like fudge and that what what more do you need what more (laughs) what more do you need from the world than ice cream with yummy parts and bits and what have you's it is incredible now beware you you will probably likely already know this but ben and jerry's come in those little containers that look deceivingly little but it's actually a lot of ice cream but of course you know what do i do i buy that saying oh i'm just going to have a little bit of it and then of course that is not what happens and let me tell you this is me this is what i like to do with my ice cream i like to get it I like to sit it on the counter. I like to have it sit out until it's kind of almost like a milkshake. <laughs> I mean, not a full-on milkshake, but it's getting there. Not to where it's expired and gone bad, but just for like a good 15 minutes or so. It's ooey and it's all melted, gooiness, yumminess. And then you can drink a little bit of it and then you can use your spoon and then like get out the little like fudge fish bits it is so yummy. So please do yourself a favor and check this out. This has been one of my favorites for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. I rarely get it because of what happens. Now, I have seen little bitty, like teeny tiny Ben & Jerry's um, containers, like teeny, teeny, teeny ones, which would actually probably make it less like sinfully delicious. Um but I haven't seen the fish food in that, like at least at my grocery store. I'm assuming it's available in the smaller containers. But anyway, do yourself a favor, get this, and enjoy it, please. Well, that is it for the show. This was such a fun episode to tape, um, although there was really no tape involved. I guess if this was the 1980s, it would have been a tape. But now it's all digital, so it was fun to digitize. Uh, I hope that you all enjoy it. There are many more shows on their way for you, for me, to recommend. Um, I just hope that you are being good to yourself, treating yourself the right way with treats, kindness, and joy, and sharing that with others. And I guess that's it. I'll see you next time. Arrivederci! It is called a onomatopoeia. (laughs) 